What's up, guys? On the flies, back again tonight, and we got a interview tonight. Uh, it is Mr. Michael Murphy from Written by Wolves. Uh, Written by Wolves. You know, I I was told about them from Graham Nolan, who I've been working with back and forth, trying to get a, a date lined up with these guys. They're a fresh and progressive cinematic rock band and one of the most exciting new rock acts come from New Zealand recent years. Uh, they announced themselves on the world stage with their debut release, Secrets, in 2019. They then combined with some of the biggest names in rock music in 2021 to release the collab project. And guys, when I tell you I listen to this over and over again, this EP, you really need to listen to this. It's an awesome EP. Uh, it's got a lot of different stuff on it, a lot of different artists. You got Sonny Sandoval, a POD. Everybody remembers POD. Great group. Uh, <laughs> Kellen Quinn of Sleeping with Sirens, Trent Woodley of Hands Like Houses, and Sydney Ray White of Wild Things. It's received critical acclaims, millions of streams, and delighted fans worldwide. I mean, they've been on the stage with international guys like Machine Gun Kelly, Limp Biscuit, Pendulum, Sublime with Rome, Suicidal Tendencies, Falling in Reverse, Escape the Fate, We the Kings, Four Years Strong, among others. And tonight, we've got him with us. We're going to talk about all things written by Wolves, and we're going to talk about their newest single, Give Them Hell, which has a message, guys, that is fitting to what's going on in this world today. Mr. Murphy, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? I'm very good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. It's uh, yeah. it's beaming in from the other side of the world. It's actually the morning here for me, uh, but on, on Wednesday. So uh, I'll tell you what, the future looks good. Don't you worry. Okay, let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope so. Let's hope so. So, how long? Okay, first of all, I always I've, I've done I've done some bands before. I always like to ask this question: Where did the name "Written by Wolves" come from? How did you come? You guys come up with that? Do you know what? It's funny because it sounds like all, all tough and and cool, right? Like you know, <laughs> but it uh, Dave's actually one of the guitarists has actually got one like these two little dogs, and they look like I, I can't even remember what they are, which is pretty bad. Like. The guy's been one of my best friends for years. I should know what kind of dogs he's got, but they're little and they look like wolves. Um, and they, uh, they, we were recording some of the first songs in his home studio, and uh, they came in and just kind of sat on the like on his on his studio chair, like they were about to kind of take over the recording session. And that's where it at. It just kind of came as a bit of a joke. And then uh, from then on in, we kind of we we like we clearly liked it, and uh, you know obviously developed and, and adapted the meaning about you know being stronger as a pack and, and and all that sort of stuff but yeah it's kind of it's nowhere near as tough and and, and sort of hardcore sounding as as, as it, it is works. <laughs> it works it works i like that i'm a big dog guy i got two dogs too so uh, i love um, dogs myself yeah so growing up in new zealand and i know talking to you know i've interviewed some groups from canada different places like that and i know sometimes the music scene is different than what we have over here in the states what were what were you listening to growing up as a kid uh look i mean we we you know we we are down the bottom of the world you know like it, it is it is different here and i think i mean obviously nowadays music's so global that you know oh, yeah. with streaming and things like that that it doesn't matter i mean i still think when I was a kid, it was still the same. You know, I was I was I was listening to Incubus and Linkin Park and 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 Limp Bizkit and Slipknot and um, and all that stuff. I mean, I was a big Beatles fan as a kid. Uh, Elvis, Rolling Stones, all that yeah. kind of stuff. That's what my parents grew me up, bought me up on. 
Uh, but yeah, as as a teenager, my my sort of my biggest influences were things like Linkin Park and Incubus and Limp Bizkit and, and Slipknot and and Seven Dust and bands like that. You know, like it's we you know we we I think what we kind of what we don't always get here in New Zealand is you know later on in life when I toured through the states and sort of really realized how massive the live scene is there and and you know how there's these bands that might not be the the biggest bands in the world that that we're probably getting you know as I, when I was a teenager in New Zealand but you know bands that are that are doing incredible things but but you know you can see them any night of the week or you can you know they're playing constantly throughout the states and I think that was the biggest thing that shocked me about about the differences between the music scene is you know the the, the stuff that we weren't getting that we'd maybe heard of, you know, especially as in- internet started to kind of take hold, um, but kind of weren't weren't hearing as much of. We're actually a hell of a lot bigger than what we really kind of we imagined or or, or knew once we kind of saw how that live scene works in the US and you know and how amazing it can be. So, what age did you start like picking up on music? What age did you start uh, picking up the guitar? Whatever you would sing, and what what age did you start doing? I, that? I I've been doomed from birth, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I uh, my uh, my parents tell stories of me. I, I like when I was like two or three, I got given like a, a little plastic microphone and a little plastic guitar, and I used to run down the. I they weren't. I wasn't allowed to. I wouldn't leave the house without them. And I used to run down the street playing, like playing the guitar and, and like carrying the microphone down the street, apparently. So as as embarrassing as that sounds, I think it was perhaps preordained and there was there was no way, shape or form I was going to be able to do anything else in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, starting at an early age, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tell a story because I was I'm a I'm I don't know what how old you are. I'm, a, I'm almost I'm turning 50 this year. So all right. I was uh, I was a I still am diehard Kiss fan. All right. And, you know, back in the day when I was a kid, we had the, it was a white toy, plastic toy guitar. It was plastic, but you know how the Ace Freely does this. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I get the bright idea that, you know what? I'm going to play a live too. And when it gets to the solo, I'm going to, I'm going to put a smoke bomb in my plastic <laughs> guitar. <laughs> Needless to say, I ended up with a great big white piece of melted plastic <laughs> and i could kick myself right now because that thing is on like ebay for like two three hundred dollars i could have it right now but uh anyway. but then you wouldn't have that story though right oh yeah like, i mean i was I mean, a, two, I was a two or three hundred dollars you know it is what it is but the fact that you literally you 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 were a fan of the of the pyro and you went hard early that's uh that's that's what i like to hear that that's worth its weight in gold yeah yeah i guess i guess so if you Say so. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let us have that. So <laughs> I believe it wholeheartedly. First, what was the first CD that you bought with your like with your own money? With my own money, uh, what was first the first CD you remember CD? getting? I remember. I remember getting like obviously like music was was pretty big for me. So I remember like getting um, you know Christmases and birthdays were always like CDs or tapes or things like yeah. that. I remember like I remember Michael Jackson CDs. I remember. I'm not ashamed to say that there was a, definitely a boy band phase uh, during the like kind of like the tens or so, you know, like that nine or ten age uh, before I really found rock music. Um, it, it, like it's funny, like you know, there's there's that age of a of a of a of a, of a kid, and, and I'm not sure whether it's still the same with the internet, but like 
you know, you could be listening to, to a, like a boy band like Five and then listening to Nirvana at the same time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think that was like my kind of my, my like, I suppose you call it middle school. I can't remember. It's intermediate here. My intimate, like my, you know, my sort of early, early times was, you know, just really trying to find my way through music. And I remember sort of um, having friends, you know, like if, like the boy bands and the pop stuff was being played on the radio, but then having friends with older brothers. And they'd like tape, like they'd, they'd kind of record tapes for me and I'd get like corn and Nirvana and things like yeah. that and go, okay, all right, this is what I like. Good. Now we found it. Now we're cooking. Um, first thing I probably bought though, um, I'm trying to remember, like there, there's so many albums that kind of like, I remember once uh, being able to, able to buy like, there used to be this thing in New Zealand where you'd get sent like this, this mailer and you basically signed up to it. It was like a subscription. And you signed up to it, but your first ones you could get three, and they were really cheap. But oh, yeah. then they then it locked you in for like a year. And I remember getting um the first Slipknot album, uh, Seven Dust Home, and I think it was Linkin Park Hybrid Theory, and okay. just being like and just losing my mind that I had like those three albums all at once because you know it's it's not like oh, yeah. it's not like streaming where you've got it all at once but you know usually you'd go and buy an album and it was you know in New Zealand it was like 30 bucks so that was a big deal for a teenager and so like you'd kind of you'd have that one album you'd have it you know you'd just play it forever but the, this this thing and getting three at once was like it was like for a 14 year old that was like full blown every single christmas happening all at once i had like three albums to choose from at the same time <laughs> yeah, we had we had a thing like that, like what you're talking about. It was called Columbia House, uh -huh. and it was eight. You got eight for a penny, but then oh. they 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 caught up with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they got they, it back, like, right? <laughs> really overcharged for the ones you had a certain commitment to buy, and they made you pay for them too. Yeah, um, once you're locked yeah. in, you really got you really got uh, hammered. Yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot of people over here that made a. Are killing off fake names on Columbia House. I'm telling you, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, and, and it's just like you said back then when you got a CD or you got a, a it is in my case a little older cassette. Mm -hmm. You when you bought one of them, you didn't just buy it for you didn't just listen to the hits off of it or the singles off of it. You listened to that whole thing because you, like I said, you said they were expensive. You know, I I, I wasn't in a rich family by any means, but we did okay. Mm -hmm. But still. You listen to every song on that on that album. And you, and you wore you, it out. You, you put that out. thing on until it started skipping, and you'd sit and you'd read the liner notes cover to cover every yeah. time you listen to it. Man, like I can still like I can still like like see like liner notes. Like I can still see yeah. the writing. Like I can still like Red Hot Chili Peppers albums and Good Charlotte albums and and Incubus albums and like just reading. Like I can still remember things that they wrote in them. I can still see what they look like. That <laughs> Goodness is me. What you know, You're I sounding love, old, brother. I love technology. I love being able to 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 pull up anything. But just like you said, the thing I miss most about not having a physical copy is the liner notes. I used to read them things over mm -hmm. and over again just to see if it was somebody playing on there that you know it would surprise you. But yeah, that yeah, that's a whole different story there. Um, <laughs> we're sounding very old, brother. Oh, yeah, we're aging up. There, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. So first concert you went to? Uh, first concert. 
Um, so, I mean, New Zealand was slightly different. Uh, we didn't, you know, we'd get, we'd get big tours, but I also, I didn't grow up in a big city. I grew up in a small town called Topo, which is sort of in the middle of, of the North Island. So we used to, the big things that we used to really sort of hammer home and go to were, um, so we used to have a, a festival called Big Day Out and it happened every, uh, every summer. It's, uh, unfortunately deceased now. Um, but so I got to go to, I think I was 15. And I, and I went to my first big day out with my friends and I've got this like incredible memory of watching the Foo Fighters uh, headline, headline big day out and standing on a, on a giant, uh, we were, we were in like the mosh pit, but we were kind of on the edge and I've, I've always been short and I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't any taller when I was 15. Um, so, <laughs> so I, I uh, 15 too, but don't worry uh, about that. Me, me and my best friend, like we found these giant trash cans and we pulled them over, uh, we pulled them over to the edge of the mosh pit and we just climbed on top of those so we could see the whole thing. And we had this perfect view of the entire Foo Fighters uh, 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 show. I mean, and it, it was an incredible lineup that year as well. There was, there was, uh, I think there was Deftones, there was Queens of the Stone Age, there was Foo Fighters. There was, you know, it, it was just, it was, it was a wild lineup. And that was my, that was my first proper one. And I remember watching that Foo Fighters concert and standing on that, on that trash can and going, this is what I want to do. This is, this is what I want to do for, for, for my life. So I still remember it. Yeah. That's when you knew that you, uh, yeah. you want to do. That yeah. was my next that's, question. That's, that's when, when I knew. knew I was absolutely doomed. <laughs> you talk about, okay, you live in a small town. And I uh -huh. always like to hear people talking about the small town. I think I got you beat. How many people lived in your town? Oh, I think on a good day, maybe 20,000. I got you beat terribly. Would you, you right. could you call that small? Dude? You're gonna smash me, right? Yeah, but you got to remember, like our, our biggest city in New Zealand's got like a million people. Oh, yeah, in it. that's oh, like yeah. our biggest city. Our whole country's got five million people. <laughs> I'm in a rural, little rural town in North Carolina, and right. you're not gonna believe me when I tell you how many people live here. Right. I've got about ninety-five people here. 95 people all right yes okay, and you... we have we have a stoplight we have a private school and we have a country club with a golf course here believe <laughs> it or not all for 95 people yeah all right. our biggest our biggest claim to fame i don't know if you remember well he's still out there you you remember chris daltrey i sure do i sure he, do he grew up right down the road from me he was a little bit younger than him, but he he grew up right down the road from me he was in life in a town of 95 people you were probably you must have been like best friends right everybody well yeah i mean we were best friends but he was a little bit younger i knew his brother he was closer to my age but he was but his grandma still lives here so we All are right. you know, i see her every once in a while but yeah i see he's he's he's, he's got a new tune right he's, he's doing some doing some massive oh, yeah, things he, yeah. at the moment doing some yeah, very cool that, stuff uh, dearly beloved new that, that new that's his newest album and i think he just got back from a tour overseas so uh yeah he, he comes back from time to time you, right you, on. you don't you don't really know about it, but he does come back from time to time right on so how did written by wolves come about i mean how did you guys get together so, I mean, this was, we like, so everyone in the band has all been in lots of bands before uh, and, and done pretty well within the New Zealand music scene and, and sort of internationally. We've all, all toured the States in different bands and things like that. Um, and they were all really good friends of mine that we'd all talked to various times about starting something together, about doing something together, but timing never kind of lined up. And then there was just kind of one moment where all of our, none of us were in band, you know, every band had kind of broken up for various reasons or whatever. 
and we were all sort of without a band at the same time and all probably you know once a band breaks breaks up you don't generally want to start a new one very quickly because it's it's not an easy process it's a pretty intense thing you pour your heart and soul into it it's all very intense building anything from the ground up is difficult um and we were all kind of there at the same time but all at the point where we were ready to start something and, and kind of maybe i suppose got the itch again and we kind of sat down and went if we're going to do this and you know we're, we're going to start this thing again which is you know not an easy thing to do what are we going to do and and let's make sure we're doing something different than we've ever done before like we've got to make sure that we're not just you know doing something that's the same just for the sake of doing it so we kind of got this idea of going let's take everything we love let's let's take elements from every genre of music we love and just smash it all together and just see what happens and if it doesn't work it doesn't work and we can all go home and if it does then uh, then we party but uh and 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 here we are eight years later still trying to smash genres together and do what we can <laughs> so how how long did it take for you guys were able to get like a, a get that first record with secrets you debut with secrets and, and recording that, what, I mean, what was it like for you going in and recording that for the first time? See, interesting a lot, a, enough, like we kind of saw it, you know, ha, because we'd been in so many different things, we saw that we saw the world changing and we saw the kind of way that the music industry was changing. And so when this band started, we came in with a bit of a different plan and kind of the idea that we just need to be releasing stuff. For, so for the first, like, the first few years, we didn't actually release anything other than singles, but we released right. lots and lots. Of, so we released like an album worth of singles before we even before we even sort of thought about an album. Um, and that was the plan was just content, content, content. But, you know, we were writing these songs. We were we had them ready. So we we're pumping them out for the fans and watching it grow. And by the time we sort of we, we recorded Secrets, we had this really great fan base that were kind of like killing us for for an album going, come yeah. on, when's, it, when, when's an album coming? When's an album coming? And so that was, you know, we, we kind of didn't really record an album until people were screaming for it, which was which was quite a cool position to be in. Um, yeah, oh, because you know, al albums, is, you know, they're, they're such a like. I mean, every song is your is your baby. You know, every song's a labor of love, but an album's something. You know, it's taking it to that next step because there's you know, there's twelve stories on it as opposed to one story. Um, so that that was that was a wild ride, and it and it was an exciting ride, and it was kind of one that I think. You know, because because of the way that things panned out with with the way that we were releasing things, it just made it even more exciting because we, you know, we'd done so we'd released so many tracks and so many singles for so long that it was like, OK, well, now, like now let's take this to the next level. Let's do something different and let's, you know, let's really create something that we're really proud of. And I think we, we got we, we got to do that, which was amazing. Yeah. And and I, you talk about releasing singles. That seems to be the way things are going today a lot a lot of bands releasing singles at a time even even some of the the more well-known artists are doing singles and, and just releasing singles at a time not putting out full albums until they get some built up and then they'll release a whole they'll put it on an album but yeah i, I think I, that's I, the way I, things are going now i think it's an exciting time for music in that regard in the sense that you know there is you know people are, are trying to release lots of stuff and there's this there's, there's lots happening i think as long as you can um, work out an interesting way to tie that into an album. Um, I think that that's what we're working really hard on at the moment with our release schedule and, and, and the next body of work is kind of how it all kind of comes together, um, you know, without giving too much away, how it sort of comes together to create this one big story that maybe you're just getting pieces of at a time. Um, and I think there's, there's so much avenue for that 
you know, with the way the world is and the way the music industry is right now, which is, in my opinion, really exciting. I think that's that's rad. Yeah, uh, a lot of people and some rock artists are saying rock is dead. I mean, <laughs> and you guys, you guys definitely, you talk about your influence by Lincoln Park. You can definitely hear that Lincoln Park sound mm -hmm. to some of your stuff. You think rock is dead? Not in the slightest. Um, <laughs> I don't either. You just got to look harder to find it. Well, the thing is, I suppose, you know, we're just in this, we're just in this era uh, that, you know, music has never, ever been more accessible than it is right now. Um, I think, and I've, I've trotted this, I really need to go and do some research because someone told me a statistic a little while ago and I always repeat it when I'm in interviews and I don't have any clue whether it's real or not. I know it's, I, I know I'm ballpark, but it's something like Spotify gets delivered something like 60,000 tracks a day or a week. I think it might be a week. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go. And, and obviously I don't like, I don't want anyone to take this as gospel because I, I haven't right, done my research, right. <laughs> but it's something, it's a wild number. Like my, my, my point is, is sound in that it's, you know, it's a wild number. There is a lot of music hitting and, and it's so accessible and it's so, you know, it can be really easy to just fall and, you know, jump in the car and just sort of hit a, hit a daily mix or, or something like that on Spotify or whatever streaming platform you use. So there, there is an element of, you know, you can kind of get trapped into kind of being played what, what, you know, these things think you want to hear as opposed to going and searching out things that you might love. And I, I know I fall into that trap sometimes too, but I think you only have to see, um, you know, uh, some of these audiences at some of these shows around the world that you know some of these these rock bands are doing um yeah i mean i know some of the, the last few shows we've done have yeah. been absolutely wild and that's down here in little old new zealand uh you only have to see the streaming numbers of some of these rock bands and, and i mean like i'm pretty proud of the numbers that we're doing as well i yeah, mean we're, we you know this this little old band from 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 the bottom of the world we've been stuck down here for the last three years because we haven't been able to to leave the country and tour overseas and yet, you know, people are finding us, you know, our, our biggest territory um, on online is is the US by like it's a third of our listenership and we've never been able to come and play there yet. So, oh, you know, wow. you can you, you can say that it's, it, you know, people can say it's dead all you want, but there's still like a massive thirst for it. There's a massive hunger oh, for definitely. this music. Um, if we can sit down here and, and, and write music that is that is, you know, that a third of our listenership is in well uh, to be honest the next two thirds of the uk and germany and we've not, never been able to tour there either so i mean yeah. that's 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 just where it is and that's just you know that the the internet has changed the way that we do things but uh, man if anyone wants to suggest that it's dead i i uh i really uh i'd, I'd like to to understand the definition of dead <laughs> and, and me me as well I, I don't see it i mean i'm a i i love and it we talk about accessibility of this music. I love, and I'm on to, I'm always on the lookout for new, like music, like you guys, new bands mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, to, to be able to, to get into somebody like that, like y'all, your, all your music that I've been listening to, it, it's like, man, I want more, I want more. And I mean, that's, that's, I don't know if everybody else out there feels like that, but I want to hear. I love the classic music. Believe me, I do. I, you know, like I said, Kiss fan. I'll go back and listen to that all over again. Any of the '80s rock bands, I'll listen to uh -huh. that for you. But I want to hear something new too. I want to hear a new sound. And you know, guys like you are what I'm looking for. I mean, that's mm -hmm. exactly. I, I was really impressed the first time I heard you guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate that.
I mean, I think it's another it's an it's another side effect of 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 the way that the world works now and the way the industry works is that, you know, like people uh, uh, have the ability to the, the the capabilities to experiment right now because music's so accessible because we can drop you know, you've yeah. got you've got bands that are that are just taking all the ideas they possibly can especially get changing up their sound and i know there's some people that don't like that but man i love it because yeah. the thing is if something doesn't work you can just change it or you you know you drop something else and i know i'm not suggesting that music's throwaway but it gives you more chance you know if you're not just working on an album that has to have a physical release and you tour for two years you know there's a lot of risk you know it's, it's hard to take a risk in that but yeah. in this situation where you can just, you know, drop a single and, and drop another one in a couple of months time, um, you know, th th there's a lot of avenue to for, for creativity and for, for trying things and, and, and doing crazy stuff in that regard, I think. So you talked a little bit about not being able to come to the States. And that brings <laughs> up a, that brings up a good subject here that I, I talk about COVID. Mm -hmm. How how did you guys deal with the whole COVID outbreak, the lockdowns? Uh, was this a time that you guys just went in and said, "Hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna just start writing music. We'll just start doing this." Or did you guys do anything like some people went streaming YouTube every every week or every so often? What did you guys do? How did you guys manage to get through the whole COVID outbreak? Look, it was it was a pretty wild time, and it, it was it was a pretty like you know we we released our debut album Secrets in 2019. So the big our big plans were all meant to be sort of kicking off in 2020 with you know touring, touring through the states and touring through 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 Europe and and the UK and stuff like that. And all of a sudden we found uh, everything that we've been working on couldn't happen anymore. Um, so it was kind of like it's where you you know there was just it was this ever-changing kind of beast because no one really knew how long it was going to be for and you know we had you know booking agents going well we'll look at this time or we'll look at this time or we'll look at this time and then kind of everything kept changing and growing and and and, and moving uh but but in all honesty we started writing the new album um we, we you know we started working on all the new material but it's also where the collab project was born from Mm -hmm. um i think if it hadn't have been for covid we wouldn't have released the collab project because a all these artists you know had all this time so there was this 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 chance to you know to get someone like Callan quinn or get sonny from pod right. and go hey um you know you this is what we're working on do you want to be a part of it um but it was also you know we saw that it was certainly a time in which things like mental health were really um taking a hit uh, and it was, you know, it was something that we've always been, it has been a big part of this band and, and, and you know, our advocacy for, for mental health and, and talking about things that, that we don't necessarily find easy to talk about. Um, and so lockdown kind of made us go, well, hold on, what can we do that's more rather than just writing songs about it and, and kind of using it, my, my sort of experiences as, as, as our way in which we, we deal with this, what can we do next? And so, we came up with the idea of the collab project and, and the collab project is, is going is, will be an ongoing um, thing. Like it's, it's not just a, just an EP that, that, mm. that EP was the first iteration of it, but it really, the idea is about um, doing more and, and trying to show that our, our, our friends and our fans and our, our families and stuff that, you know, you don't have to do these things alone. Like you can, and so that was kind of the idea of kind of bringing people together to kind of talk about these shared experiences that, you know, if, if people realize that it's, it's, it's more of a normal thing, then there's a, there's a different way that we can attack this rather than kind of leaving it on the fringes and, and, and being embarrassed about the fact that we, you know, that we feel these ways. Um, 
so that's you know that that was kind of our, our biggest sort of creative moment i think and, and we realized that we were stuck in the bottom of the world for you know a, a certain period of time and it yeah. wasn't going to change so so let's let's light some fires and do something different and and that was exciting and that was fun for us you know we ended up having online release parties and things like that yeah um, definitely uh, you gotta you yeah. gotta improvise yeah and so that that was i suppose the, the the probably the biggest way that we kind of found um to do something different and to do something exciting and to kind of make it work for us uh, and it was cool and, and there's guys, I'm telling you, if you go wherever you stream your music at and, and look written by wolves, look collab project, it's a different album. They've got a lot of killer songs on there, but there, then you've got uh, our stories, which is just music playing and people calling in and talking about their struggles with mental health. And then there's also one called hope, which I think is great. Both of these are great. The fact that you guys, especially at that time, are drawing attention to mental health. At that time, you know, there's people everywhere stuck inside. Don't know if they're going to work. Don't know where they're going to come up with money. Uh, don't know what's going to happen next. Scared. And you guys come up with something like that to give people hope. Great idea. I don't. How did you come up with the idea like that? And I, mean, I know you were talking about you came up. I got to hear the story now because we talked a little bit about it before we, we came on the air. I, uh, I came up with that idea while I was mowing the lawns. Um, <laughs> I was, I was listening through some of the tracks that, that we had for the EP, you know, where the EP was sitting and, and really kind of looking for the, you know, how to, how to further the message and how to further what we were trying to say. I mean, I, I was really, I just wanted to make sure that in no way, shape or form did we ever look like we were trying to sort of, um, I suppose, leverage something or, 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 or leverage like a, an, an issue to kind of get streams or, or, or anything right. like that. And I kind of, you know, so, so a big part of where this all came from in the first place was people used to like, I suppose, almost daily send us messages and, and emails and, and, and sort of DMs and stuff about what our music means to them and, and and you know in some instances they're saying you know your your music saved my life or this did that or and and you know that's that's wild to us and, it, and it's amazing and it's an incredible honor to to be a part of someone's life that and you know be a part of someone's uh journey in that way i suppose so i kind of just thought hold on a second what if we lay this all bare and and really tell some acts you know really you know take the metaphor of lyricism out of it you know take take me spinning you know telling my stories through through the lens of a song let's let's go one step further let's take real people's stories um and let's let's give them a platform to tell their story you know in a in a in a way in a safe space in in a way that they can and and maybe let that be something that that can help other people you know through whatever struggle it is that they're going through um and it kind of grew from there I, I mean i really in the initial stages thought it was possibly just a pipe dream that wasn't going to work um we've got this incredible um fan site for, mm. for wolves called the wolf pack and i just put a, a message up on that and said look hey this is what we're thinking of doing is it something that anyone will be interested in and we just got people coming out of the woodwork very, very quickly. And I was, I was quite blown away to be honest. Um, so it meant that it could fly and it meant we could do it. And, and we just, you know, the, the, the biggest challenge was, was making sure that we honored people's stories in the way, you know, that, um, that everyone felt like they were being heard and, you know, 
because obviously you know you 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 tell your story and it it's not something that generally fits into a a, a nice little uh, song sort of scope right uh so you know we we had to be careful that we didn't you know cut anything out for people that that was that was going to be important to what they were saying um but also we you know we couldn't make a 10 minute uh sorry a 10 hour long ep so we kind yeah. of <laughs> but it, it was amazing it, you know we'll we'll always will forever be in debt um to the people that 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 did that um and that that were willing to do that and i just i mean i really hope that it that it has the uh the ability to help some people through some dark times and 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 tell the story you know to listen and and sort of understand that this is you know this is something that not just you're going through alone that you know there are other people out there doing it and and maybe that'll you know help to sort of you know continue that conversation and 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 bring these things into a, a slightly more normal sort of place definitely i definitely think it's going to help some people if it hadn't already um songwriting and like I said, well, I was going to say this while ago. Some of the best ideas come while you while you're mowing lawns. And it just, it, <laughs> but how what how what kind of process do you have with songwriting and, and writing that first song? How hard was that for you? Did it just come to you? I know, uh, you know, I've I've tried. I've done one song for my wife for our 20th anniversary, and it came flowing flowing good, and it was uh -huh. it was good. But after that, bud, you know, a friend of mine he recorded it for me for our anniversary and he's like if you can give me like 10 more of these you could have a good like country music album and uh -huh, i was like uh -huh. after that i said okay i'm gonna try it I, you know that was easy to yeah no after that uh -huh. boom, blew my head up but how how i mean i i have the utmost respect for you guys that write songs like that they can just throw them out because there's no way i could do it do you know what? It's it's one of those things, man. Some days, some days it's gold, and some you know just just flows like you say, and just all comes out, and it and it all happens, and it all kicks in, and it all comes together. And some days it's an absolute struggle and a fight. Uh, you know, f for me, it's not something that I think um, is a process that's the same every time. Some days I uh, I'm not really very good at like stopping and coming back to something. And so I've had to really kind of train myself to like, you know, I like to kind of get something finished and leave it like right. that. So I don't, so I don't stew on it. But I've also found that sometimes if I do leave stuff for a bit and come back, my brain has some time to tick it over and, and sort of come up with different ideas. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's not a process for me that kind of is always the same. I do find myself like, uh, I, I'm the kind of guy I like to take something, lock myself in a room and, and kind of just, uh, and, 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 and just really sort of throw stuff at a wall until it all comes together. Um, I know other people are, are very, very different. This band's got a slightly different process to any band I've been in before. Like often, um, someone else will write the music, go and sit and, you know, lock themselves in a room, come up with a, you know, a verse and a chorus of a track and send me, send it through to me and go, what do you reckon? And I'll go, yeah, yeah, let's work on this one. I'll start working on ideas. We'll go and sort of finish up the instrumental. It'll come to me and I'll write a full song sort of like that, um, which is different. You know, all my previous bands, we sat in a, you know, we were all in a, all in a room together in a, in a rehearsal space and, and sort of smashing our heads against the wall until something works. But, uh, you know, it's all different. It's always different. There's, you know, there's a there's hundred different ways to sort of, to, to, to make something work and when i say 100 i probably mean more like a gazillion but uh you know it's just you know everyone's got their process and i don't think it's you know it's necessarily always the same right right it's just, 
Yeah, you you hear my my two going off on somebody out there, right? They're now. having a good time. Yeah, they're having a good one, time. One of one of them ninety five people out there. Well, you're here, so there's <laughs> there's only there's only ninety four other people that they can be yelling at right now. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about the the newest single. Give them hell. You did you did an off version of it. Talk about doing coming up with the idea for that because it's got uh, the subject matter is division in this world is going to lead to the downfall of this world which is exactly what's going on right now because if we i don't think i've ever seen this world more divided than it is now talk a little bit about how you guys came up with that song about uh and where you were going with this look so when the for the first time uh i was sent um the idea so so one of the guitarists um bahador came up with the uh, the initial idea and kind of sent it through to me uh, and it, it, the moment I heard it um I was comp- I was really quickly drawn to it but it, it was also like I just heard this this um the idea of this like kind of public service announcement of this warning that like you know and I suppose when I wrote it it was at a time when you didn't really know what was going to happen you know it, it felt like anything could kick off at any point that you know we might be in, you know, World War Three, or, or, you know, or, 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 or worse, or, or anything. Um, and so it just felt like this kind of, a kind of, an opportunity to kind of talk about exactly what you say that you know, division is going to kind of bring our downfall, and if we can't work out a way to kind of, uh, sort of put aside our differences and come together, then we're gonna, you know, we're gonna end up, you know. Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think well, it's there's something the the line something like never ever have I thought that we'd we'd be as close as we are now to Armageddon. And I kind of you know I suppose you know growing up you kind of always you know that's 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 just a movie idea. But yeah, um, exactly. Uh, you know it really felt over the last few years that you know maybe that was a genuine possibility. And I think that's where my idea for the song. I mean, my when when I visualize the song in my head, it's kind of it's more a sort of it's it's it lives in a world that you know is not too dissimilar from ours like it is it is a, it is an alternate reality but it's not too far away from where from where we kind of from where we are now yeah um and you know a few wrong moves and you know it's 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 not far from 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 being there uh you know whether or not we can sort of put aside our differences and come together and work out how to sort of you know live together i, I, I don't know but i sure as hell hope we can I hope so too, but I hope so. So talk about the video, doing a video for the video is, is really different. Uh, it's got you pretty much you up there with a, I don't even know how to describe it. How was it recording that video? So the idea behind, behind the video. So this was, this is another one from, from Bahador, um, who's, who's actually recently left the band to, to focus on his, on his, on his new business and things like that. But this is kind of like his, his sign off, um, which is, which is pretty amazing. The two of us put it together. Uh, um, and he kind of came, came with this idea of like a kind of chess game. And so we developed it from there of, of the idea of this kind of human chess game, um, that kind of basically, you know, it's all about consequences. It's, it's, it's all a game of life and death, you know, a wrong move and, and, and it could be your last type thing. So that's kind of where we went with this one. Uh, and, it, and it was the, the idea was basically to just take it as far as we possibly could, um, as crazy right. as we possibly could, as dark as we possibly could, and really kind of create this kind of dystopian universe. That's kind of, that is, I suppose, perhaps a metaphor for, for, you know, what we've just all been talking about, but, 
could kind of live in this really sort of visual realm that that didn't necessarily have to be uh you know you know reality uh so 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 that's that's where that was it's it's kind of this 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 chess game that's meant to kind of be slightly bigger and a bit darker and a bit a bit dirty and a bit scary but uh it was it was a hell of a lot of fun i had like for half the day i had contacts in that i couldn't actually see out of oh wow. and i was and i was producing the video so um uh bahador was directing it i was producing it so i was trying to tell people where to go and what to do and and, and kind of make sure that the makeup artists were on top of everything but i couldn't see anything so it was like kind of like fumbling around with the sword using it as a cane trying to like be like right are the horses ready is this ready like this is like we, we need to get on to this shot next and like right i need this person to make up i can't see you but please be in there uh so it was it was it was pretty wild so what what's next for you guys well i know you were talking about you didn't want to give too much away but yeah is there new music is there a tour in the future Look, for you guys i think basically if you're if you're just finding the band now or you're or you've been a fan in the past yeah. like now is a very very exciting time for you uh like you know this is when we're not just dropping that this ain't just going to be one and done like it's um it's all on right now there's a lot to come it's a very very exciting time we've got a hell of a lot in the works um there's a lot of new music that we've you know i spent a bit of time in uh in la last year finishing up a lot of a lot of new music so there's some really exciting things coming um we you know we're, we're working on shows we're working on tours um i you know basically there's a few fingers crossed moments we need a few few ducks to line up in a row right. at the moment but uh but there's a lot of there's a lot coming. There's a lot of new music. There's a lot of new videos. So just uh, just get excited. Basically, is all I really need you to do. <laughs> I got you. We're definitely excited about it. So I'm gonna do a few quick hidden questions, and Hit then me. Uh, and then uh, we'll do we'll we'll talk a little bit about where everybody can find you and how everybody can keep up with you. But all right, now you you may you may have one or two. You may it may be hard for you to decide. I've only had one person that reeled one off as soon as I, I asked her favorite song. Stay with heaven. Wow. Yeah. Go on, dude. That's, that's two now. Cause usually people have, Oh, you just well, want one. You, we, we, you, you, one. You, you, you sit me up there. Cause you said someone had done it. I had to do that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my favorite song changes daily, but you know, yeah, you, you, you said someone had done it. So I had to, I got competitive. Um, I do have a story there and I know this is fast questions, but so I used to, when, when I was a teenager, I used to never want to get out of bed for school. And uh -huh. so my mom used to come in every morning and put on stairway to heaven to wake me up because she knew, because she knew, and this is, this is the genius behind it is she knew she had eight minutes. So I had eight minutes to get up and oh, it was, wow. it's like, the, it's like the perfect build to wake up. Right. So it's, it's super chill, super chill, super chill. And then it gets hectic and you're like, right now I'm now I'm ready to get up. So that's it's it's my my mom was a genius and 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 I I'll always love that song because of it. Stairway to heaven. All right, favorite album. <laughs> Bring me the horizon armor. Don't know. That's what it is right now. There it is. Yeah, I'm like you. It changes by it changes by the day. <laughs> and you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about you were talking about the boy band stuff. I think it's just unfair that some people are out there. Like if you listen to rock music, well, you can't listen to, uh, you yeah. can't like with me, I listen to, to rock. I listen to country. I listen to, you know, not the new RB. Like I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. Uh, my 11th birthday, uh -huh. birthday money. I went by, this was cassettes. So, uh, -huh. uh kiss animalize. 
Uh-huh. New Edition, which is an R&B group. Right on. Yeah, yeah, I know New Edition. And Prince, the Purple Rain soundtrack. So, I mean, it's all three of it, you know, and to get classified, oh, you listen to rock music, you can't listen to anything else. That's that's BS. But that's the beauty of music, music. right? I listen to good music. Yeah, and that's the beauty of music. You're you're not meant to like one thing. Yeah. That's not not the human condition. That's not how we're set up. We're meant to like, you know, music is this amazing sort of all-encompassing ball that you can, you know, you can take any part of it and, and, you know, and it's it's always going to, you know, it's always going to, change your mood like depending on what my mood i might be listening to mac miller depending on my other mood i might be listening to slipknot depending on my other mood i might be listening to you know uh to to lauren hill or uh um you know it, it's just that's the beauty of music and that's you know this amazing you know the you know people have gripes about the internet and, and how things go but man you you have the ability to just go i feel like this today and then yeah. you listen to it and it's yeah yeah i uh, you know, talking about wanting to listen to different music, you know, I decided a few years ago, probably about three years ago, that I was going to do, like in the old days, like we were talking about earlier, listen to entire CDs. And uh-huh. I was going to, I've listened to stuff that I probably wouldn't have listened to before. Uh-huh. And because of the internet, I'm up to about uh, 1,300 now. And I All write right. each one of those, uh, each one of those songs, one to five. And there's some stuff up there that, I wouldn't have think I liked and I, I really enjoy now. Yeah. So, you know, that's, you know, you gotta, you, you can't be typecast into one, one genre. It's just absolutely it's, man. I'm in favorite band or artist. Uh, right now, bring me the horizon. I got you. I'm gonna have to check them out. I have, a, I hear a lot of people oh, talking man. about, I'm a big, big fan. Big, big fan. Definitely. Uh, that's definitely going on my list now. Do it. Uh, all right. Next thing. And this is the last one. Guilty pleasure. What somebody would be surprised that you listen to? Uh, uh, what would somebody be surprised that I listen to? Um, oh, do you know what? So I got two young kids, right? And so we had a Disney party the other day um, for my for <laughs> my uh, my four year old's birthday. And man, I just I love. We were doing like Disney karaoke um so whenever we have kids birthday parties i set up the big you know the full pa system and everything like that and you know and so for my four-year-old's birthday party we had a disney party and we were just doing disney karaoke all afternoon and that was like about as fun as it gets you know singing okay. some aladdin tunes oh I, yeah I, I was dressed as woody from toy story so i said i sang you got a friend in me for him i my, my son was dressed as buzz so we were buzzing woody and i was singing i sang him you got a friend in me it was you know it was like man disney tunes are the best yeah, yeah <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that you uh i used to do that and i don't feel guilty about that at all <laughs> no, that's what you do for your kids i had no, i got right. a daughter she just turned 19 but i remember those days when uh-huh. let's say the wiggles uh Ooh, right. good lord there was the veggie yeah. tales we knew that I, I could still probably sing you most of the veggie tales song right now oh i bet but, man uh let's get it let's get it let's find out where people can find you at uh, you know, of course, writtenbywolves.com. Uh, talk a little bit about where they can find you guys at besides writtenbywolves.com. Basically, if you type written by wolves into anything that you use, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Music, anything, type written by wolves in, and I guarantee you we're going to come up. There's no one else that's got a, that's got a ridiculous sounding name like that. <laughs> And they, no, dude, they, 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 they came they came about from two little dogs sitting on a chair i love i love it man. i love it even more now though. 
So I'm looking at <laughs> looking at the website. You guys have got merch. Uh, oh, we and, got plenty of that. And yeah, there's, there's, there's something brand got, new about to drop too. So get excited. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got, you know, and here's one. Here's what I'm excited about right here. You've got the collab project on vinyl. We sure do. And sure vinyl do. is really, really coming a long way. And it's really making a comeback because I, you know, I collect some of it. Uh, the all the kiss albums I try to get and then yeah. other stuff I try to pick up along the way. So that's definitely interesting right there to me. I do love I love vinyl. I got a fantastic vinyl collection. Um yeah, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty amazing. Lots of Beatle albums, not lots of Guns N' Roses albums, uh lots lots of Bring Me the Horizon albums, you know, because you can get it all now, right? So, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you can find it in you can find vinyl everywhere. But mm-hmm. it seems like now, you know, talking to it. There was another band from Canada that I interviewed, and this, this guy's been on several times. Seems like it's getting kind of harder to to get it pre- get the vinyl pressed now. I don't know if you've heard anything about that or not. Yeah, there's 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 big delays, and I, the rumor I heard um, was that it was all the issue was, and and don't quote me once again because I just keep <laughs> spinning these quotes. I keep spinning these facts that I'm not sure are actually facts. But the rumor I heard, I think it was like last year when there was huge vinyl delays and the issue was Adele and Abba. They'd like, they'd ordered so much, so much vinyl that like basically all the plants worldwide were just basically cooked because they were all trying to print Adele and Abba. I could be a hundred percent wrong there though. Right. Don't like, we won't hold you to it. We won't. I I will never ever let the truth get in the way of a good story. I'm a Murphy. So there's, you know, that's, that's just what we do. Right. If Adele and Abba fans start trying to hunt down the Ritten My Wolves guys, you know where it started, <laughs> right here on, on the fly. That's but, what we uh, need to do. So, guys, check them out, RittenByWolves.com. Check them out on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, wherever you listen, you stream your music at. And definitely go and subscribe to their YouTube channel. You want to see uh, all the videos up there, especially Give Them Hell. Uh, and like I said, check out the collab project on, on there. You guys will not be disappointed. And, dude, Thank you so much for coming on. We gotta have you back on again. We'll come. Look, I, we like to do a lot of top ten lists here. Right and on. We need to come up with a band or something that we can do your top ten favorite song list off of. I am in. I am hundred percent in. All right, I'm gonna hold you to it. Let's I, make that I, I, happen. I'm hold you to that. I won't hold you to the Alvin Adele stuff, but I'll hold you to that. <laughs> guys, I'm in, brother. I'm guys, looking forward to it. Check out "Ridden by Wolves." Anywhere you stream your music, check them out on YouTube. Like I said, once again, I, I want to give these guys all the exposure I can. I know they don't need it from a little 95 people in, in Alaska over here. But check out Ridden by Wolves. Guy, that is Michael Murphy. Thank you so much, Mr. Murphy. Thank you for having me. You guys, that is Michael Murphy, Ridden by Wolves on the fly.